What's up, beautiful people? It's your girl, Brittany Ball of the Be Chic Podcast. And on this podcast, we talk about the healthy intersection between your money, career, passion, and purpose. Again, we are back with another fire episode. And I promise this one is going to be a bit shorter than all the rest we've had recently because I'm coming to you with a quick topic that I've noticed has gained a lot of attention on TikTok on my page. And so I believe this is something that we can pretty much all relate to. So tune in to this quick tip and let's see if it applies to you. So today I just wanted to address um, a piece of advice that I often give on my TikTok account that always gets some type of comments and also lots of likes and saves. And so I happen to know that this is something that is important to all of us that we probably fail to do. So when getting serious about your money in terms of management and learning how to make it grow for you and really work for you, there are multiple steps involved. And especially from listening to my podcast, I'm sure you're aware of many of them. Creating a budget, every paycheck, at least once monthly, being able to review your spending on a regular basis using a tool like a money journal but even outside of that if you do the bare minimum in terms of transaction logging using some type of resource like the google spreadsheet that i share for free on my website or even your notes app something simple to capture all of your spending is super important however there is another step that goes in between those two. Now, every time you get paid, you want to make sure that that money has somewhere to go. Some type of allocation, even if it means a whatever fund that you can set aside to do whatever you want. However, it is very important to remember that just setting money aside for a particular desire or obligation is not the end-all be-all when it comes to your budgeting process. It's also important to analyze your spending. Now, I get it. You might be thinking, well, what is this that I'm doing in the first place by logging my spending in my notes app, in my Google spreadsheet, in my Microsoft Excel, in my budgeting app that I've downloaded to my phone? The difference is you're going from a state of reflection to analysis. So simply reflecting on something that you did helps you acknowledge that it has happened. Now, the step of actually analyzing your spending to make sure that you have stayed in alignment with your money goals or made the best decision for your highest self isn't always as innate. And why is that? Well, a lot of the times, especially If you are someone who is still struggling with impulsive shopping or uh, really leaning into your primordial brain, you're thinking about your self-indulgence and how you can satisfy yourself at that time. You may not always be spending your money in a way that works best for you. Now, Don't get yourself uh, twisted all out of shape or bent out of shape or uh, very like self-deprecating because of that. It's very easy to fall into a trap of spending and not thinking about what you're doing with your money, especially if you believe you have the funds to take care of it without suffering any consequences. Your future self, though, 
may actually be hoping for you to make a better decision to make things in the future a little bit easier, even if it's not necessary as you see it now. So when it comes to analyzing your spending, you're literally going back to every transaction that you've already logged and seeing whether it was obligatory, like a bill, um, an auto pay that was linked to a necessity, or was it something that was pre-planned and something that you are 100% or at least we'll say 85% confident in knowing that it is a point of entertainment, of enjoyment that you have committed to now. An example of that is my Spotify subscription. I mention it all the time because to me, it is very important, although it is optional. I do not need to have my Spotify music subscription every month and I could save that $10. However, I see it as a core piece of my entertainment that I do not cut whenever I evaluate my spending. So if you have things in your spending that don't fall into those two categories, which you will, you want to make sure that you were 100% confident or like I said earlier, at least 85% confident. Now, what happens if you are not confident in that decision you made? It's time for you to adjust your spending for the future. Yes, we are not dwelling on the money that we spent in the past because it is long gone and the consequences and effects of that decision have already happened. But what we can do is how we shift our process in thinking about that money and how we act with our money moving forward. So when it comes time for me to do my budget every month, not only am I marking off and adding into my upcoming budget all of the things that are obligatory that I had the previous month, but I'm also looking at the optional spending that I've done to make sure that it was something I was okay with. If it's something I was okay with, I then evaluate to see if it's something that I plan to repeat for this month. If that's also the case, I find a place for it to go into my budget. If that's not the case, I look at my money goals and I try to see where it might fit in. If it does not fit into my money goals, it might be something that I need not repeat or that I need to put some budget rules into place in order to do less of it or to cut it out completely. Now, a very good example of this is my trip to Starbucks on a weekly basis. Almost like clockwork, every Saturday morning, I go to Starbucks for my coffee rather than making it at home. Now, when evaluating my spending in the last, let's say, two weeks, since I am paid on a biweekly basis, and I see that I went to Starbucks last week, Saturday, I had to evaluate if this fits into my money goals. Now, I don't believe that Starbucks will be explicitly stated in my money goals but I do know that it does incorporate in some way into my personal spending that is just for my pure enjoyment and entertainment it actually goes into my dining slash entertainment budget category since it was budgeted for I have no remorse for that spending Whereas someone else may be remorseful because the culmination of bad decisions, including that Starbucks, might be affecting them paying obligatory things like rent or an electricity bill. 
So that's where the difference comes into play. Is it something that was planned for? If it wasn't planned for, does it have a budget category that it fits in that does not negatively affect other things? Also, I check in with my mindset. In the analysis process, you want to make sure that you feel good about the decisions you made. And if you feel bad about them, reworking your thoughts to accept what has happened and being diligent about changing your future so that you don't put yourself in that position again. Now, at a time where I used to be uh, a bit self-conscious about my Starbucks spending, what I end up doing was putting a rule on it. A couple of times in the past, I have actually gone through phases where I cut out coffee, including my Starbucks visits when I was still commuting to the office to work. When I realized that I was going to Starbucks way too much throughout the work week and it was actually affecting my health, that's when I decided to make that change. However, I still wanted to indulge in the occasional drink. And what that allowed for me to do was to create a new budget rule. My budget rules help take the thought process or I should say the decision process or the decision making required to indulge in that particular spending without having to add any extra mental stress into the situation. So now that I have a budget rule that I only go to Starbucks on the weekends, I now know that my budget will be safeguarded a bit from indulgent and sporadic spending that may not be budgeted for. And it'll allow me to keep tabs, so to speak, on my overall health as it is affected by my coffee consumption. That is something that I do in so many areas of my budget, not just Starbucks spending. It comes to DoorDash ordering along with my husband. It also applies to how much I spend on my dog when I go to the store because I want to buy him all the treats, all the things. It also applies to my Amazon shopping for clothes, accessories, hobbies. All of these things can be seen as optional but once I realize what is important to me whether it's necessary or not and I figure out how I can fit it into my budget without it at least to my current knowledge affecting my other bills and my future self and the things that I'm doing monetarily to put her in the best position that allows me to take out any guilt any shame of my spending now this isn't a 100% foolproof plan, but it does help me to be more intentional with my money on a daily, weekly, and monthly basis without putting too much extra mental energy into the overall process. So whether you are still struggling with something similar or you pretty much have this strategy on lock, how can you make your money life a bit easier by implementing an analysis process before budgeting your money for the new week, month, or quarter and how are you able to put some budget rules into place in order to make the process of spending and saving a whole lot easier quick bonus tip before i let you go i recently started to be more diligent about putting money onto my credit card that i plan on spending on things directly and then quickly paying that off again next pay period in order to receive rewards points I'd always been quite haphazard and lucky when being able to use my rewards dollars. But when I remembered that I had the unique opportunity and not unique to me, but 
unique in my money journey since overcoming poor credit card spending. But I have two credit cards right now out of my three that allow me to earn extra rewards on different spending categories. And so I take advantage of that by strategically placing money on my credit card for my budgeted areas because I've grown in my budgeting process and I've learned how to spend my credit card wisely without being indulgent and destructive with my money and my credit history. I now am able to strategically grow my rewards dollars that I can use towards something in the future such as travel dining entertainment or whatever it happens to be and so I really appreciated leveraging that process but it did require baby steps on my part learning how to more um, efficiently and responsibly use my credit card but now leverage it in a way that only credit cards can be leveraged as opposed to debit card or cash spending. So I'm very happy with that. And you can follow and see more about that on my TikTok journey. If you find me at The Be Chic on TikTok, you'll see all that I'm talking about there in my most recent posts from the time of this podcast. So that's all I have for you today. I hope that this was a great episode. It was a little bit shorter, but I did go into detail about the step in your budgeting process that you need to be implementing if you are not now. We'll be back with this heat next week, of course. But in the meantime, keep it chic.